welcome back. Pull up a chair and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back to Paper, Pencil, Dice. So last time, our heroes made it out of their harrowing situations. Uh, We're not sure if they're uh, in better conditions or if they're simply out of the uh, frying pan and into the fire. So we will have to find that one out in just a moment. But first, let's go ahead and do a quick round of introductions. So uh, first of all, Tegan, would you like to go and introduce yourself? Sure. Hey, everyone. I'm Chris number two. I play Tegan Stumbleduck, the gnome sorcerer. Uh, Right now, I'm kind of happy that I'm not going to get killed by two swords. Um, Yet. Kind of. Uh, upset that uh, that Yanni's a little upset about the whole like you know cursed thing you know I was really going to enjoy having a friend gnome but I don't know if that's going to work out now so a lot of stuff going on in his head and he's still playing chess with four people in his head so like it's a little complicated who's upset about that wasn't it wasn't Yanni that was upset that I had the cursed sword uh, was Jathal upset that you have a cursed sword? I mean, he's been upset about that for I mean, a yes. long time. Oh, wrong, Yanni. Wrong, Yanni. The other one, the gnome, the gnome uh, wizard. Vaini? Vaini, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Unum, it. or DM. I no, mean, no, there's no, a lot no. of people around, so which one are we talking no, no, about? No, 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 the, the gnome. Candle, Candle Vane? No, no she's, she's an orc. I, I no. don't know. I was throwing things out here. I'm sorry. Okay, Vaini, I'm pretty sure you're talking about Vaini. Yes, he's yeah. talking about Vaney. All right. Chris, are you sure you're not actually a gnome? Because <laughs> you have a short memory. Mm. <laughs> wow. Wah, wah. All right. Uh, up next, also up on the rooftop with Tegan, is Tabitha. I feel like I should have clicked my fingers there. Up on the rooftop. With Tegan. Um, sorry, I completely forgot what I was doing there for a second. Uh, I'm Jess. I play, uh, Tabitha, who is the ranger, plus, uh, Francis and Gregory. What have Francis and Gregory been up to lately? We haven't heard much from them. They've been just doing their thing. (laughs) <laughs> learning learning all sorts of animal skills. Oh, yeah? Doing their thing? Does that mean you have to pick up after them, too? Yeah. Usually they at least go, you know, go outside to do their business. Do you have to carry a doggy bag around in this little universe that we're in? Nope, I just put it in, uh, you know, a uh, bag of holding. That, uh... Is that what's going on with my bag of holding? <laughs> <laughs> you reach your hand stinks. and you're like, ah. <laughs> I didn't know I had Nutella. Do not want. Up next, Athir, the last of the three heroes up on the uh, rooftop. Uh, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. I'm Athir, the elf of the group also known as brian the person of the, the podcast um <laughs> are we all people here. though beautiful people beautiful people um the beautiful people the beautiful people exactly um 
lost train of thought. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm trying not to uh, piss off t two swords, but I have a feeling I'm going to anyway. So l let's see what happens with that. <laughs> Good luck. All right. Up next, Tormir, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey, everyone. Uh, this is Brandon, and I play Tormir, the dwarf monk. And, uh, yeah, um, after carrying the load for the first half of the last episode, or the previous episode, uh, didn't really carry much last episode. Kind of kind of sad, Tormir swung and missed. And I mean, now, now Jathal gets to take all the credit. It happens I mean, to, to be all fair, guys every once in a while. You did carry a lot of the load last uh, episode as well. That, I mean, that was the joke. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. Oh, okay. candle bangs off in the backward background going, "I'm not a load." <laughs> <laughs> she is now. <laughs> but All right. And Jathal, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hello, I am Chris, and I play Jethal, the elf wizard. What was that voice? <laughs> Were you trying to be sensual? <laughs> hey, ladies, no. I'm Jethal. Is this going up on uh, his, like, you know, Pathfinder Tinder profile? I, oh, good lord. Oh, I mean, no. I want to make them now for everyone. That would be amazing. Hey, ladies, I got 3,000 gold pieces. <laughs> and I and keep it in my sack. <laughs> oh god. No. So wow. you know, I'm just I'm just riding my high though, you know. I was amazing at the end there, you know. I scared uh -huh. them off and Yeah, that totally all you. Yeah. All you Why wouldn't it be? Definitely not some goblin. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. All right. So, exactly. uh, jumping back into the action here. So, yeah, after the three, uh, Bridget, Toromir, and Jathal left the water elevator, they found themselves uh, face to, essentially waist, of a nine-foot-tall guy uh, in front of them who mentioned, what are you doing back here? That's as, not a good way to be greeted. As they... Uh, kind of look slowly upwards and realize who it is uh you see logrog of the burning wheels right in front of I you i was i thought that was who it was i'm so awesome. i was wasn't sure if it was him or relno oh hello there hi um i heard th this is the first time i've uh heard this thing operate i didn't know what it was apparently it's full of water i guess Ten thousand flushes this is true. And it's, it's a wonderful way to travel. Huh. Maybe we'll have to... Ooh, you know, this would be a good way of getting that uh, giant robot up back up to the upper areas once we uh, uh, get it fully put back together. Good what, idea. What do you need to go up there for? Well, you know, I mean, the uh, troll hammers are taken care of down here, and I mean, I think we'll, we'll, we're going to do well down here for a while, but... We may eventually want to expand at some point. Yep, not my problem. All right, let's go uh, finish our mission. <laughs> Do you guys uh, need a ride? Uh, I mean, a ride would be nice. We gotta, we gotta go back to where. Uh, 
where, where you helped us get into before. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it's just me here right now. I happen to be passing by and heard a whole lot of noise coming from this thing. So figured I'd, uh, um, check it out. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad to see it was you guys and not someone I had to smash. So, uh, yeah, hop on the bike and, uh, we'll head, head that way. No, unfortunately, right we don't have on. a gnome to put on the front for good luck. Well, you can put a dwarf on the front for good luck. That's bad luck. You know, right now, there's just this itching on the back of Tegan's neck, and he's wishing he was somewhere else right about now. For some reason, he wants to be somewhere else right about now. He's thinking about the wind rushing through his bald head and his three hairs, and he doesn't know why. So, at this point in time... Besides that, um, <laughs> on that awkward note, Brisson Candlebane looks at you guys and just he just looks absolutely confused as you know, without saying a word, you kind of can read her thoughts through her facial expressions of uh, the heck is going on here. Um, so she's like, you know, she sees this gigantic guy here. The two of you guys are like, yeah, let's hop on your bike and having conversations as though you're old friends. Talking about possibly smashing people and expanding realms and things like that. She's like, eventually her confusion overtakes her to the point where she just finally opens up. She's like, is anyone going to tell me what's going on here? Nope. Oh, I I suppose I can explain a little. We need your assistance. Uh, I should say the... Is rebellion the best word? That Man, it right. needs your help. Marin needs your help. And you guys didn't even tell her help. why you had kidnapped her? Well, we didn't have time. No, we kind of tried uh, to, but... Yeah. So we need your assistance. I should say, Marin needs your assistance, and we are the ones to free you from your imprisonment. Okay. And Marin is the person who's leading the rebellion? I, I know her, but I know yes. her name, but I've never met her. She's, so, she's the one leading it, yes. Okay. And what does she need me for in this rebellion? Well, you got a we need set of skills. your magic. You okay. are very well versed in the illusionary arts, is what I've heard. That is and true. You've, you've mentioned this. One, I would like to see this in action because I'm just want to see it 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 sounds amazing um but uh also we need your help with concealing uh concealing not feeling, so, not feeling. uh concealing a a mode of transportation for us okay uh i i can certainly try is is this, this bike here that we're riding on uh it's it is larger not. It's, a, a it's, bigger bike uh, not quite not quite we can i think the the best way to explain it was maybe once we get there we can show you all right i mean i i'm, I'm grateful for you all uh rescuing me i mean i i'm much happier being anywhere than than stuck where I was. Um, just a little uh, off-putting that I'm. 
I'm being taken out of one place of imprisonment and being told very coyly, just trust us, come with us. I mean, I put, yourself, put yourself in my position. If someone rescued you from prison and then said, just trust me, come, come with me, we, we got a job for you, does that not sound a little suspicious to you? Well, Absolutely, we did try yes. to explain everything, but we didn't quite have enough time. No, I understand that, but I mean, and she just kind of gestures. We have time now, Psh. don't we? Or or is right, that something? So, uh, is, yeah. So short, let's just short talk story. about this with the in front of Log Rock. That'll be awesome. Why am I hearing a gnome? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, sometimes Tegan's so uh, <laughs> prolific that even when you're not around him, you hear him in your own head. Um, yeah, so, long story short, uh, Rebellion going to be under attack. Uh, one of our compatriots is quite good friends with the leader of the Rebellion. So, we're just trying to do our best to lend them a hand. And, yeah, I mean, that's really the long and short of it. Okay. And you need me to conceal our attack, or you need me to make us look like different people? Um, More conceal a base of operations. Fair enough. I mean, that's that's within my uh, capacity. So, all right. Well, take me to this base of operations, and let's have let's be at it. All right. All right. Step on it, log rug. All right. And as Logrog goes off, the, the camera kind of stays in place as we see the, the bike with our Logrog and our three uh, people uh, go off into the distance. Meanwhile, we slowly um, fade... Ca oh. Camera? <laughs> we slowly fade back to the rooftops uh, and see the... Uh, He's our... delusional. Who is delusional? You. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm the DM. Um... You, you can't control an entire world and not have some delusions. Um, so we go back to the other group. On top of the building, um, you guys are continuing your uh, discussions, and you hear a noise, an explosion, and a whoosh. Uh, as uh, one of you, I, um, I, I'm going to say Tabitha walks over to the edge of the uh, building to try to figure out what, where did that noise come from? Uh, as you lean over to see what it is, you quickly dive backwards as a object f flies right at you, and you narrowly dodge it as a figure flies up just past your face. Ah! It, it flies over your head and lands just behind you, and you see uh, a goblin, Mad Marwood, land right behind you as he just launched himself up off the ground. And uh, seems to discard some sort of a device that he used to propel himself very rapidly up the side of the building. Some warning next time. Who are you? Uh, Do I know who this person is? Yeah, this is the goblin who was at the meeting. The, the oh, that's meeting. right. Yeah, he threatened us. No, not threatened us? No, he did threaten you. Oh, okay, good. No, he just wanted to blow stuff up, remember? Oh, that's true. He's a uh, good guy. So he goes, so he kind of, you know, he takes off this backpack and sets it to the side. And it's, it I mean, it looks like a large, uh, I mean, like a barrel uh, open on one side. And uh, 
it's smoking and you know smoldering, and he just kind of takes it off like a backpack and sets it unceremoniously off to the side. And you were but, gonna hurt somebody with those things. You can't be just charging up walls. You I almost mean, hit me. But I did, so it's all fine. Anyway, then he just kind of dusts his hands off and says, "So I took care of the whole Steamworks thing. Uh, how'd your guys' missions go?" Oh, is that what that explosion was? What, what did you think it was something else? We weren't I, really I, sure. The ground shook. We did, we we assumed it was it was something big. So it's like Steamworks gone now. Not entirely. No. Cool. Is it usable? Not entirely. <laughs> Alrighty then. I may well, have overdone it a little bit, but you saved our bacon's though. Ah, so I took out two stone, two stones with one explosion. Wait, that's not how that works, is it? Eh, close enough. No. Yeah, we got some, we got some weapons, so we just gotta wait for the uh, for Marin and others to show up. We can pass them out. And uh, no sooner do you say that. Um, you hear a, um, the sound of metal clinking on the edge, and you see uh, what looks like a grappling hook uh, that's, that's just attached itself to the edge. And a, a couple minutes later, uh, climbing up using the rope attached to it, uh, Marin climbs up over the, the edge and looks at you guys and looks around with a scowl on her face. Overall, and finally picks out of the crowd Marwood, and she goes, Marwood, you were told to disable the Steamworks. To create a distraction and concern. Not to cause fear and panic across the city. He goes, well, I, I sure seem distracting to me. <laughs> Save I Dark cover Bacon. my mouth and try not to laugh. And she goes, well, I sure hope it was distracting enough. Uh, because if the others don't find our mobile base, the guards are going to sweep the city. After what you did, and they're sure to find us. I mean, this was a big risk of all of us joining back up after after our missions. I sure hope this was worth it. Uh, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. What? What is wrong with you people? Don't say things like that. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> wrong could possibly occur. No! Stop! <laughs> Stop! Have you met <laughs> our DM? <laughs> okay, What's for those DM? at home... Like, Tony has a huge beard, and he just smiled and raised his eyebrows like four times like an evil doctor. It was kind of weird. So get that into your mental. You can I'm almost excited. go as Dr. Robotnik for uh, Halloween next year. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. All right. Um, so, Marin, uh, so I guess Ethere... I mean, while we're waiting for the uh, the base to show up, how'd your guys' missions go? Uh, hit or miss. They, uh, I think we did more good than bad. Let's just say that. Um, what? We got everything. We got all of the weapons. We got all of the armor. There was a high body count. Yeah, was... well, yeah, we, yeah. I mean, we left a pile of people. It's but, it's fine. It'll be fine. We didn't kill anybody, so we're good. Yeah. We did. We killed people? I thought we knocked them all out. I thought we killed them. Alina goes, well, I'm pretty sure one of them didn't survive. Well, 
He might have survived. He's just going to have to get a wooden hand or something. It'll be fine. Oh, that reminds me that one guy that has our arm and leg that we were going to try out. I got to remember to go back to him. Well, there you go. Maybe yeah. you can go back to the, calm, uh, that calm guard. Down there, and uh, Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, I mean, you just go back to that guard and tell him where he can get a hand. You know, give him a hand with that. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about the guy with the... Yeah, that was bad. Never mind. So, eventually, uh, as you guys are continuing this conversation, um, you suddenly hear the voice of a familiar dwarven monk as a drawbridge-looking door descends from what appears to be thin air at one side of the rooftop. Everyone, get in here! All right, it's our rights here, and I go climbing up. He's so trusting. I gather up uh, Gregory and have Francis follow. No one, no one gets the reference. No. 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 No one gets the reference. There are definitely people who will get that reference. What was the reference to? All two of them. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's a it's a WoW reference. What's the name of that dungeon? It's the like level fifty two dungeon that's like three hours long if you do the whole thing. Black something. Black Rock Depths. Yes. Black Rock Depths or Black Rock. Is that the Canyon one where you have to have the parachutes at the end? You know, with the grim, pa- grim patrons. Oh yeah. Okay, I remember it now. Wow. You know, that, I, I spent that, but... four years in that dungeon, and I don't remember that. I mean, it's sometimes it feels like it takes four years to get through the dungeon. <laughs> is it a dungeon or a raid? It's, it's a dungeon. Oh, it's a raid dungeon. Redungeon? Redungeon? It's a very redundant anyway. dungeon. Boo. Anyway, okay. So that was a very deep cut there, Brandon. <laughs> look, look, look. Anyone who plays Hearthstone will definitely get it. <laughs> Anywho. All right. So everyone uh, climbs aboard the Storm Chaser. At, and that drawbridge uh, opened up. You could see kind of the innards of the cargo hold of the Storm Chaser. Uh, by the way, side question for Jathal and Athir, or, or I'm sorry, Jathal and Tormir. Did you guys bring the uh, mech in the cargo hold, or did you leave it behind? We never took it out. Well, I know you didn't take it out, but I, I did, did. You guys take it out when you got the airship? I don't think so. Okay, she's so talking with you. So I wouldn't have. I don't think Tormir would have either. They, nope. They, <laughs> as everyone boards, several of the people kind of look like, "Wow, that's that's huge." One person, however, the Goblin Mad Marwood, just you. If if you could imagine stars in someone's eyes, um, you you probably have, his eyes are wider than you've ever seen him before, and he's just like, "Wow." Nope. Nope. No touching. That is amazing. Look. Don't touch. He looks at you and goes, "Is that yours?" "Yep, yep, it's ours." "Can I can I try it out sometime?" "What about not mm. touching? Did not, you know, make it home there." "We should do like a an explosives check or something. I don't know. Make sure he's not bringing any or at least that they're away from any flammable points." "The uh, female I mean, dwarf I uh, said so the female dwarf walks past you and she she says, it's Marwood. Of course he has explosives on him. I'd be half surprised if I found out he wasn't made of explosives. Hey, Marwood, uh, let's go Let's go find the control deck and see if we can fly this thing. No. no you can't. Oh, you don't no. know. I'll figure it out. Oh, no. I oh, know no, for we, sure. We know well, you can't. Marwood okay, goes, then I'll show Marwood. 
<laughs> yeah, is, is goblins locked out of this as well? Everyone's locked out. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. I'm just waiting for Jathal to run up to the control room to lock goblins out. No, assuming at this point, I'm assuming at this point, Jathal is on is actually the one at the pilot's controls. He's so he's the only one who wasn't down in the uh, the loading bay. Also, the the commands were locked for everyone but us to fly. Party papers. I, I thought you just locked out all gnomes. No, no, the gnomes were locked out from using the other ship systems. Correct. Specifically the intercom. Yeah. So yeah. I go I I take Matt and we go up to try to find uh where Oh Yanni he's got is. a friend. Does it's Yanni, a mad, mad, does, mad, does mad. Does Vanny world. follow? Yeah, Va- yeah, Va- Vanny's with you guys. Um so yeah, Sweet. so we, we we go at this point into a uh, musical montage of Tegan showing Mad Marwood around to music that's yeah, well, music and music that's sang by Randy Newman is playing while they're showing them around. Short people. No, <laughs> I hate that song uh. with a passion. And Tony leaves it on like every playlist that he makes. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, you guys uh, make you know make it all the way. You know, look around. Uh, at one point, uh, Shale finds Tormir, and she goes, "So this place is great, but where's everyone going to sleep?" Oh, there are crew quarters. Oh, okay. Um, which ones are mine? Pick one. Okay. So she goes. Oh, she, wait, uh, hold on. Mine has my bedroll in it, but all the others are free to claim. Okay. I can't remember. Is there just like a main, like one, like barracks type crew quarters, or is there actual individual crew quarters? So that you have the kind of the mess area, and then there were, I believe, six. Pick it up. There were six rooms, uh, connecting to it, and then one captain's room. So there's a grand total of seven rooms. Uh, but I mean, the individual crew rooms probably could house more than one person. So it's kind of up to you guys on kind of who you. Uh, pair up together um after the conversation Mirren kind of walks up and goes so and she looks at shale and jarman and at this point marwood's already wandered off with tegan um but he goes so i mean despite the fact that um we're here this this ship is not the rebellion so do not treat it as your home and she's referring to her people she goes we're guests and if need be, uh, I am perfectly comfortable with sleeping here in the cargo bay, uh, as I would expect of all of you. Shale goes, aww, alright. And Jarman just kind of like, he just sits down with his back to one wall. His uh, very, you know, he's, he's probably among the tallest here despite not being an elf, and... Uh, you know, his long legs, his knees are pretty much up to his face in height when he bends his legs. Anything else uh, that you guys are doing to set up for things? Uh, at this point, you the, the the only other really facet you guys all see is um, a one room of, in the cargo hold has been taken by uh, Bridget Candlebane, 
and she has a bunch of different things set up and is kind of slowly chanting a uh, to uh, concentrate on the ritual that's that's clo- cloaking the entire ship. Uh, the other thing that's really interesting is it's not just cloaking the ship, but it's also uh, n- muting the noise generated by the ship at the same time. That's what I was wondering. Because otherwise I don't know how they wouldn't have heard us. <laughs> so we make it up to where where uh, Yanthal is. And it's like I'm like a kid in a candy store. And it's like, oh, let's look at all this stuff. Let's see if we can make some of the systems work. So I'll be like, computer, navigation controls. Uh, uh, what was that? <laughs> what's a computer? What's a, what's a computer? computer? Right? What do I say? System. Uh, hey. You yeah, don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's the problem. Wouldn't it be like uh, system? I go over. I go over and, and go to start to press a button next to Yanto. Bing. Permission denied. Oh, I'm like, nuts. I'm, I'm sorry, Tegan. You, you can't. You can't do anything. <laughs> Are you saying that through the intercom? Well, no. Right he, I thought he, he came up to me. Oh, did and you go up to the, the actual command area. console? Yeah, I went to the command okay. console. So Marwood's like, ooh, let me try. And he presses a button and he goes, please state your name. And he goes, ah. And he looks at you guys, at the rest of the group and is like, am I part of your crew now? This is awesome. <laughs> Wait a minute, how come he gets to do stuff? Not this is not him doing something, necessarily. He goes, Ah, he my name is his... Mad Marwood. He goes Re- it, uh, crew member registered. Mad Marwood. He goes, Woohoo, I'm on the crew. Wait a minute, you could do stuff? Why don't you try to fly it? I'm in the yeah. Like, I'm in the captain's. Oh, I'm the one yeah. flying it. Yeah, he's actively the one flying it. Marwood would have to just, like, push Jathal out of the way. And Marwood. Yeah, don't do I that. Mar- well, Marwood's try... crude, but he's not, like, crude enough to, like, shove someone off of the pilot seat. Okay, well, try some one of the other systems. See what you can do. Uh, let me I'm check this watching. thing out. He, he like, pokes watching. the map and he, like, starts pressing buttons and the map, like, turns around and zooms in, zooms out. And he's like, wow, this thing's cool. This is cool. He goes, try something else. Uh, all right, all right. Let let's let's uh let's take a break. <laughs> let's, okay. Let's not, let's not let's not do anything that might compromise. You know the the foghorn starts going the off. The ship here. <laughs> if you're if you're gonna Marwood, if you're gonna be a crew member, you have to know when to fall in line. And he, he gives like this like overly exaggerated um, like salute to you, and he he's like, absolutely, Mad Marwood, crew member, reporting for duty. What can I do, Mister Yanthal, sir? <laughs> well, for for first, it's it's Jathal. Oh, he uh, keeps calling you Yanni, so I figured it was, yeah, it was sharper. It's he. I, I can't control him. Uh, he's wrong. So. Uh, <laughs> It, it's it's Jathal. Thank you. That's what the women uh, call him. I think it's a pet name. How would you know this? Are are you someone's pet? That's awesome. <laughs> I I am not. 
Very much not. Oh, definitely Isabella's pet. <laughs> no. About to go wow wow. <laughs> How about you take Tegan here and go and find the others and figure out where everyone's staying. Oh, right. that's cool. Find a bunk. So I grabbed a room with uh, Gregory and uh, Francis and have given them their food. Kind okay. of made a nest for Gregory and Francis is just badgering around. All right. I, uh, oh, go ahead. After they leave, after they leave the command area, I turn on the intercom and, and uh, ask, I basically across the PA, ask Marin to come up to the command room. Okay. Please, Marin, please report to the command deck. You, you need to, like, say it like the, uh, the, the pilot's like, oh, Marin, can you come up to the command? <laughs> <laughs> Give us the smooth yawn ball, like the smooth yanni. <laughs> Yanni, play us some smooth jazz. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It needs to be like. Hello, this is your captain speaking. Uh, man, can you please report to the control deck? Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yep, something like that. Sure. Okay. I don't have a glass to do that in. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Marin shows up, and she's at, despite the fact that she's not, um, you know, she. She shows up actually fairly quickly and, and without generating a whole lot of sound. Uh, she goes, Hey, what's up, Jathal? Oh, hello, Marin. I just uh, wanted to check in with you and try and understand or figure out where we wanted to go, I guess. Well, I think at this point we probably need to, to maintain a holding pattern for the next couple days. Um, because in two days is when, uh, Zane is going to be on the move. Uh, I mean, everyone had a long day today, so I figure at this point it's probably best if everyone gets a good night's rest. Um, but tomorrow morning, I know Vaney said she's going to try to locate Lady Isabella. Uh, we might be able to use what time we have left to try to maybe see if we can rescue her or... Uh, figure that, out at least what's going on there. Uh, that was going to be another question. Is we need? I would very much like to find her. And <laughs> make so sure I, she's all right. Wink. Um, no, I, I agree. I very much would like to find her. I bet you do. <laughs> you bet I do. Cue the I'm excited, boys. Kids, kids, uh, <laughs> kids, ask your parents. I'm excited, no. boys. <laughs> wow. I'm excited, boys. Anyway, um, but the so okay, yeah. But uh, the other thing is, is uh, as far as I, I've sketched out some plans, and uh, I know I've kind of talked to the rest of the group a little bit about kind of for the main assault on Zane, and I'd like to go over that with. All of you and really everyone that we have collected here at this point, uh, bring, bring uh, Bridget up to speed on the plan as well, since she 
she's more or less in the dark on kind of where, at least what intelligence we have as of right now. So if we can uh, get everyone uh, tomorrow together and we can kind of go over that. Uh, I just don't want to do it tonight. I mean, everyone's been pretty busy and, I mean, folks are tired. And I, I think it's probably best if everyone just gets a good night's rest so we're all uh, attentive and ready tomorrow. So I agree. Um, uh, have you found a place to sleep tonight yet? I'm just going to sleep down in the cargo hold. I mean, this is this is your ship. Oh, this no. Is, no, no, no. We can't have that. There's plenty of bunk rooms. <laughs> Everyone should be able to find a spot and have a good night's sleep. I have, so I have no. Stop in- trying to seduce them all. I'm trying to get them. I'm bunk. not she trying always, to seduce them. She can her. always uh, bunk with. Good the lord. Beer. Well, if you <laughs> yeah, can't find you a spot, wink, wink. <laughs> yes, I, I, I just don't want to impose. It's. I mean, you're, you're not imposing. I promise. Your, you and your group are being incredibly generous with letting us use this. So. I have, yeah, I just, I don't want to uh, take advantage. But yes, if, if there's, if there's room and someone isn't bothered by, by me uh, sleeping there for the night, then yeah, I, I will oh, happily take Oh, he won't be bothered. There's, there's plenty of space, uh, you know, you and, you and the rest of the, uh, everyone else is more than welcome to find a spot in one of the bunks. Yes, I talk very good, good. Very good. Uh, very good. Uh, but yes, you're more than welcome to find a spot. You know, everyone has had a long day. I think that it's it's good. I think that we all need to take a good night's sleep. Would you like to say good again? Yep. Good. Good, good, good. Good, 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 good. So you guys hear, uh, you know, at this point you realize that this conversation was also overheard not too far away by Tegan and uh, Marwood. And Marwood's like, ooh, ooh, can I bug with Tegan? Absolutely. No. Let's go. We're going to have so much fun. <laughs> go for it. Shenanigans Incorporated. I've got a bag of holding. What do you got? I got popcorn. Uh, okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait. It's it's this cool kind of like uh, corn stuff. It's uh, if you, If you apply a lot of heat to it. Uh, you can make it turn inside out. Sweet. All right. Is it tasting any good? I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. All right. Let's try it in the cabin. Oh boy. I've got I've got some flame spells we can use. No. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we uh, take we take off. Because uh, um, we we heard like- all the goods. Um, so if we're just going to kind of hover here, uh, is is everyone good for (laughs) going to sleep or does anyone else want to do anything else before the end of the night? Um, I, yeah, I'm fine with that. So do I have to heal everybody before I go to sleep so that I get the spells back or is there, how does that work mechanically? Uh, if you you need to heal anyone, I would heal people before you go to bed yeah yeah okay we can just kind of hand wave that and say everyone's back to full health thank you i appreciate it um <laughs> oh, go ahead i was just gonna say so uh i guess i want to tell we don't probably set down anywhere we're gonna stay in the air 
So I, I guess try and tell the computer to go into hover mode and autopilot. I need healing if people are going to we're we're, 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 we're going to say everyone's at full health at this point. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. The, so you asked Storm Chaser to uh, enter hover mode? Yeah. Hover mode activate. Hover mode confirmed. Inspector Gadget. Under what contingencies do you wish for me to alert and react to any hostile intent? Oh, um... That's a good question. Uh, I feel so safe. I guess, you know, just notify me uh, if there's any, like, strange activity in the air. If anything hits the, hits the hole, hits, lands on the deck. Uh, Confirmed. Notify Captain Jathal of any anomalies. Or any mechanical failures. Yeah. That would fall under anomalies. Yep. Exactly. And it, Or the, you can like, say, what are my options? The, uh, the, <laughs> the, the kind of flight console that kind of dims as it goes into hover mode as it, the computer itself takes more or less control over it. Excellent. And uh, you are welcome to rest. And uh, as you retire back to the captain's quarters, I assume... Um, oh yes, clearly. The uh, you, you no, kind of no, walked. Tormir already claimed those. <laughs> There's Episode more than one go. bed. Y'all can sleep together. Y'all so, can be bunk buddies. That's not how captains' quarters work. They're spooning. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, spooning leads to forking. And, and despite. What some may assume, Tormir is not the little spoon. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's the little fork? <laughs> hey now, look, look, look. Tormir appreciates Jathal and everything, but uh, his beard don't don't point that direction. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, moving on. Okay, so uh, I'm I'm just gonna warn everyone: don't be surprised if we get some fan fiction off of that one. <laughs> I'd be surprised if we got fan fiction at all. Yeah. We'll see. <clears throat> Look with enough effort. <laughs> Maximum effort. What uh, about minimum uh, effort? Mm. So the uh, everyone rests for the evening, and we will uh, jump to tomorrow morning. Uh, so everyone uh, arises, and it, the first person awake uh, at this point was uh, appears to have been Vaney. Uh, as you guys kind of come out, with the, you know, the first among you. I'm not sure who would have woken up first, but uh, the first among you who came out probably finds Vaney sitting at the uh, mess hall table. Uh, it has a large cauldron um, ready and starts uh, trying to, uh, you know, prep uh, some, yeah, some sort of a magic effect that she's going to work. Who would have been the first awake among the group? Uh, that would probably be me. Okay. I need a whole lot of rest. Okay. Used to short stints of sleep, 
to so, be ready for a fight. So Jathal comes out, and uh, you find uh, Vanny uh, prepping. That would be a or, I'm sorry, not Jathal. A theory you come out and see Vanny uh, prepping the ritual. I feel feel insulted. Do all elves look the same to you? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Racist. <laughs> <laughs> so you come out and she goes, oh, hey, there. Vaney. I, I didn't wake you, did I? Oh, of course not. This is this is common practice to get up early. Well, on a day, there's going to be a fight at least. I thought you were going to just leave it at on a day. Yeah, I'm not much of a morning person, so I doubt Ethir would be either. So, <laughs> so Vanny goes, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to figure this out. I, I got the magic prepared. This is not really my forte on locating or finding people, but um, I should be able to pull it off. You think you're going to be able to find Isabella? I should at least be able to figure out where she is. I, I don't know if I'm going to get a clear view of her through this. But um, my sister down in Clear Meadow is way better at uh, at scrying on people than I am. But um, oh, I'm sure you'll do fine. Yeah, I, I mean she's so a she few does transportation. Her sister does spying. Scrying. So and her name is I saw. Yep. What? Mm. Vani Vidi Vici. I came. I saw. I conquered. And her name so. is Vicky. Vicky. Hi. Oh boy. Vicky, 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 Vicky. That's the fourth one. She never had any powers. Steve. And Steve. All right, we are way off topic, so let's uh circle back here. Oh boy. Um. Yeah. So yeah. I uh. I should have this in the next hour or so. And we should be able to at least locate exactly where she is. Um, so without magical t- abilities, what what do you think the odds she's still in the city? I would say... I'd, I'd give it probably three out of four. Seven think out she, of, she uh, might have encountered the guard or... I mean, I was talking to Marin a little bit about it and... She she seems to think that uh, Lady Isabella either was you know either got captured, she defected, or that uh, possibly she tried to. Uh, hey, John! Th- uh, John Paul. <laughs> it's a new nickname. <laughs> I was actually trying to pronounce it correctly. Hey, John Paul, your uh, girlfriend's defective. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was actually trying to use the right word. John Thaw. I I mean I don't know necessarily what her what her intents were or you know possibly she might have just gotten lost. I I I mean I think that's probably the least likely. Is it is it often that people in the city disappear? I don't spend a lot of time here in the uh, in the the guild's lair, just because. I mean, it's it's not it's not my forte, but mm-hmm. the 
it's not unheard of for people to simply be disappeared um, by the guild, especially people who are problematic. It's one of the reasons why we always did our meetings in, in hiding and, and none of the members of our guild are, as much as we can control it, known to to be publicly members of, of the, the rebellion. But I, I know some of us, and Zika says uh, Marwood is not shy about it at all. And Shale and Jarvin also, I believe that their covers have already been blown at this point. Marin's well-known as the leader of the Rebellion. I think, as far as I know, me and Zybus, uh, and as far as I know, even Alina, um, are just known as, you know, maybe rogue people within the city, but not necessarily members of the Rebellion. Okay, well, hopefully that she hasn't run a foul with the uh, locals. Well, maybe she just went off to um, see some people she knew in the city to uh, gather support. So, did she tell you anything before she left? Um, not that I remember. No, she was but... like right behind us and then just disparued. And she didn't indicate that she would be going off to meet anyone. I I don't recall. Hmm. Well, I guess we'll we'll fi- figure it out in an hour. But um, I'll, I'll need to to have my concentration for this. So, uh, I mean, you're welcome to watch. Just try not to interrupt me. No, let's see what we have in the um, pantry to see if there's got any supplies here. It would be nice to have a little breakfast before a hard day of fighting. You open up the pantries, and really the only thing that's been stocked there is, you know, uh, some berries, some tea, and a few cups. So Tormir's been in our cupboards. Berries, teas, and cups. Okay. All right. Well, I'll... uh... It's a first aid and pantry. I'll just go back to to my quarters and grab my pack and find some of the uh, rations that is stored inside to try to get some sustenance for the day. Sounds good. All right. Uh, The rest of the group probably wakes up a little bit later uh, and uh, more or less right around the same time and finds uh, Marin and Vaney sitting at the table. Uh, Vaney is packing up a uh, cauldron, kind of turning it back into a bag. And Marin goes, hmm, interesting. What's interesting? I Good see morning, weird. everybody. Morning. Vaney, uh, I, I, I guess, you... do you want to tell him? Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I see that you're packing up. Did Did we find Isabel? Vaini goes, well, I found out where she is. uh, I'm not precise enough to see her specifically, but I know that's where she's at. And uh, Marin goes, so we figured out she's here. And Marin kind of rolls out a map of this layer of Malatoon. And goes, she's up here in the northwest. And she kind of points at the map. She goes, this is uh, pretty close to, if not the location. We weren't super precise on our exact uh, divination, but... This is where Zane's uh, current headquarters is, or his current uh, shelter is. And that's the one he's supposed to be leaving in the next, 
couple of days or tomorrow, I suppose, at this point. So, so she was captured. That's uh, that. I mean, that's my ho- hope at this point. Um, I mean, what else is there? She's there either as a guest, an ally, or a prisoner at this point. I mean, clearly she's a prisoner. She wouldn't be there as a guest or even, like, there's no way. I, does she I, know about, wait a minute, doesn't she know about this ship? I, I mean, yes, she does, but she wouldn't know that we would be trying to use it. Uh, she wasn't there for that, obviously, but also she she wouldn't, I mean, this isn't, she was obviously captured. That's that's my hope. I mean, Isabella has been a longtime ally of ours, so I I don't think that she would be one to betray us. Uh, at least as far as I know, she's my she's she's our longtime ally. Um, if she is indeed Zane's prisoner, my concern at this point is alerting Zane that we know where she is. However, could endanger her and possibly the greater mission at the same time. Um, so. I really would love to rescue her, but I don't think we're gonna another get another opportunity like tomorrow to deal with Zane. And at the same time, if Zane knows that we know where she is and she is a prisoner, she could be moved. She could be moved or or worse. I feel like we need to, you know, save her. Save save her and stuff. Well, we can do it after. I mean, we can always just keep a scry on her. I can, uh, I can keep a keep an eye on her a couple of times. Uh, Vaney says. But yes, I, I, I saw your pun there, Tormir. <laughs> uh, it seemed like it took a lot of work to uh, do the scrying, though. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm no expert. At it. I, I know a few tricks around it. But like I wasn't able to see directly to her, I couldn't have interacted with her or anything like that. I, I, I just I don't I'm not that advanced at, at the skill. But uh, yeah. Well, at least so, we know she is at this moment. I don't know that I don't know that rescuing her is going to help her because if we try to rescue her, then won't they try to do something to her if she is a prisoner? Possibly. So if we but, take out Zane, then we can rescue her afterwards without hurting her? Possibly. How do you know? I don't think they're torturing her, would they? They're not going to be torturing Is that what you're worried about? They may ransom her back to her family. How do we know? How do we know if they... Like, she's clearly been captured, so we need to... Uh, do we know anyone that could help? That is an excellent question, and one that we will answer next time on no. Paper, Pencil, Dice. Man. So, uh, thank you again, listeners, for tuning into this episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice. Uh, please uh, reach out to us on Facebook, uh, through uh, email. You can reach us at paperpencildicepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, fan fiction is uh, sometimes appreciated and sometimes not but uh go ahead and provide anything you want uh, either way 
Especially about uh, Tormir and Jathal. I mean, they really like that stuff. Jathal slowly strokes Tormir's long, silky beard. Nah, I don't need that information <laughs> in my head. Thank you. So. I could have lived without that mental image. Until next time, listeners. Keep gaming, friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of Paper Pencil Dice. Reach out to us at paperpencildicepodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time to find out what our heroes get into next on Paper Pencil Dice. They don't use that word for for uh, what we use it for. We're just like enthusiastic. They're like, ooh. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Depending on the inflection, I'm excited, boys. Wow! Please stop. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I might not use uh, Tegan's uh, song at the after the credits. I might use the "I'm excited, boys" from Jathal. <laughs> 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 Just play that after every time Isabella has a line. <laughs>